Welcome to season three of My Study Journey. My name's Catherine and I'm your host of this eight-part podcast. In this season, we hear amazing stories of success following students who have ventured out into the real world after studying at TAFE Queensland. Where are they now? Today we have Laura, who happens to be one of our veterans for our podcast. If you haven't already listened to her story, tune into the first season to hear the full story. My name is Laura Miranda and I'm from Colombia. I'm from a city called Pasto. I'm from a family of four people. Unfortunately, my dad passed away in 2015. My brother came to Australia in 2009. And then I finished high school and then in October I was like coming to Australia. So I was actually very excited to come here, but also like going through that grief and also like just leaving mom and everything. Today we will be talking about what life is like working in industry as an infrastructure designer at an engineering firm and all the things that got you to this point. So thank you so much for coming in and welcome back to the show, Laura. Oh, thank you so much for having me again. How many years has it actually been since you finished at TAFE Queensland? I finished in 2018. I came to Australia in 2015 and the actual intention that I had was just pretty much to learn a second language. So when I came to Australia, I studied English for like eight months. And then when I finished that course, I fell in love with the culture of the country. I saw that it has so many opportunities for me. So I decided to apply for like another student visa. And I decided to do it with TAFE Queensland. And I did the associate degree in civil engineering. I completed that in 2018. But In 2017, I got a position as a civil technician at an engineering firm. So that's when my life in the industry started. I had a part-time job and I was starting full-time. So, yeah. So why you were at TAFE Queensland, you were working at an engineering firm? Yeah, yeah. It helped me with, like, my work experience and like sort of like a placement that we have in in civil engineering so it was pretty good and it was definitely a good way of entering the industry I always say it like TAFE gave me the skills that I still use until today it was a pretty good good place to start why did I pick engineering I've always been interested in like engineering and science just from an early age I remember like my dad was quite passionate. He was an engineer himself and he would always like talk about it or like ask me science questions, science related questions. And I would be like very invested in learning and just finding out. Uh, I remember that I wanted to study uh, biomedical engineering. So wow. civil engineering was actually not on my top list I guess I wanted to also like do media or something like that but then when I came to Australia I saw the infrastructure here and I saw how like roads um stormwater like drainage systems were and it just like caught my eye and it's funny because it's not something like you go somewhere and yes you do pay attention to like the infrastructure and the buildings and the architecture but you don't really pay attention to like a stormwater network <laughs> like you're like oh okay yeah the water is flowing oh look at that like there's no flooding I just thought I would love to learn how like people do things here and eventually like take it back to my home country because like we are a developing country and we do things differently like our infrastructure is completely different so it just made me feel like 
studying engineering was gonna allow me to help people and contribute to like their lives and just make it better so that was the main reason why I chose it. What did you do once you graduated from TAFE Queensland? It's funny because I was obviously like working not in like in the industry uh, when I started TAFE Queensland I was also like a waitress so I was like working and studying because like that's pretty common when you're like an international student yeah. you have to somehow like balance work and, and your studies but I just felt so happy and and so proud of myself when I got that job in the industry because yeah it just made me feel like I was moving towards like my long-term goal I guess. Once I finished my degree, the first thing that changed was the amount of hours that I was doing. So I started working more hours. I guess it was like going to university when you're like absorbing so much knowledge and so many things, so many new things. But it felt like everything that I did was very important. Like it was going to actually be constructed or it was actually yeah. going to be designed. Or I was working in like major infrastructure projects at the time. And I remember just being like, oh my God, like this is going to be built one time. And I was doing the drafting and the drawings, which is like a very important part of it. You just don't realize how significant your role at the time is. You're just like, oh my God, like I can't believe it's happening. Are you still in that job? No, no. So I was at the company uh, for three years and like nine months. And then last year in March, I changed companies and uh, it was like a promotion for me. I passed from being a civil engineering technician to a civil designer um, in the mining industry. So that changed my role. Like I had to take on more responsibilities and I had to pay attention to everything that I was doing. Not that I wasn't before, but it was like more design stuff so it was completely different from like drafting and setting up drawings so I was at that job as a civil designer in the mining industry for like six months and then I changed my job again (laughs) and I'm working as an infrastructure designer you're also studying at the same time aren't you Yes, I think of 2021 as one of the most important years in like my personal and professional life. Like it really helped me shape that identity of who Laura was. And also it allowed me to learn so many things. I was doing two uni subjects at QUT and I was also starting a new role in a new company. Having the conversation with myself of how many things I could take at the time, like I could not get like sevens or like high grades or like high marks however you want to say it because I was working full-time learning a new role and being the new person at a company so that was a stress and also like trying to balance like my social life so that was already stressful or like it was a lot on my plate that I had to sit down and be like okay even though you're a high achiever it doesn't really matter if you don't get a seven if you just pass it's okay like you're already working in the industry so it's good to sit down and be like okay what what is really important at the time that's amazing that you have that (laughs) self-regulation that's that's really that's amazing that you have that it's really important for everybody to have that and I think as we go through all the different stages of life it's hard sometimes to remember that so the fact that you brought that into your decision making and regulating your mental states really impressive (laughs) 
With your current role, mm-hmm. do you need to have a degree qualification from a university or could have you got that role that you have now with associate degree that you got from TAFE Queensland? Absolutely. Yeah, I actually did get the position because I had the degree at TAFE. It's more like a personal goal that I have. And like, for example, if I decide not to finish my degree, I'm still like able to practice as a civil designer and everything that I learned at TAFE plus the experience that I've had in these past four years has helped me to get where I am. There's no really a need to to study at university. Yeah, But right. it's, it's really up to you. So what is it exactly that you do? <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent question. <laughs> so um, I'll start with what I was doing and what I'm doing now. Yeah. So I started as a civil engineering technician in 2017 and I did that between 2017 and 2020. So I was pretty much, the nice way of putting it is I was communicating engineering ideas or like designs onto drawings. Doing all the preparation for the construction drawings for any like roads, rail projects or like infrastructure projects, setting up all the files, setting up all the three-dimensional models or a little bit of help with that, (laughs) but mainly with the drawing side of things. Uh, But now I'm more into the detailed design of things, the documentation of things, coming up with the design itself. So for example, before I was just putting, like someone would give me a design, like someone would give me a road that's being designed. Yeah. And I would just like make sure that we were like showing the right information on the drawings. Mm-hmm. Now I'm producing that information. Now I'm like designing the roads, looking at the uh, guidelines, the Australian guidelines to mm-hmm. build a road, to build a bus station, to build anything. There's like an institution here for designing roads. For example, you would refer to guidelines like Oz roads and they yeah. tell you what to do, but you also have to put that problem solving into like use like you have to know what you're doing and every project is so different and every project has like a different need so Mm. you really have to come up with like a good solution for whatever you're doing and that's more design thing the design side of things and then you have to document it and it's (laughs) it's so weird because I was always used to like just drawing things or just like setting it up and making it look pretty and presentable yeah and now I actually have to communicate what is happening and there's times that I'm like how do I say what I just design it like how do I say I just use these guidelines to produce what I have done. It's so difficult to articulate, but that's part of the job. Yeah. And because I just started, it's like I'm getting used to this new vocabulary and getting used to this new way of communicating this. So, yeah, that's what I'm learning now. (laughs) And in a second language. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Sometimes people forget. Like I sit down with my seniors and they're like, so this is what we're doing. And and I'm like, yeah, I have to ask you because... Nothing of this makes sense in my own language. (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about what it's like being in a male-dominated industry as a woman as well as being a foreigner on top of that? I haven't actually had, like, a negative experience and it really makes me feel refresh you know um knowing that we have come so far and it's definitely not like past years where women couldn't really sit on a table with like a bunch of boys it's definitely changed a lot 
I always try to be part of those gender and equality or like gender equity committees just because I feel like um, diversity starts with you. If you are in like a male-dominated industry and you want to make difference, then do so. Like mm. don't be afraid. Get involved with those committees or get involved with those groups that are working to get more women in the industry and just get involved because that's a good start and then you'll figure out after that. I've had experiences where sometimes people have prioritized male co-workers just because of the affinity they have Mm. but that hasn't limited me like I still don't feel uncomfortable if I'm the only woman sitting down on a meeting room I just feel like I shouldn't take it personal in fact I should take it more as a as a sign of we should keep doing this you know like as an opportunity of just bringing more women to the table and just make it more inclusive for everyone I feel like everything's about the narrative that you give to things it's completely about what you make out of it and how you tell your story so it's been great so far I now I'm part of the women in engineering committee for engineers australia so i guess that's like a personal achievement for me because engineers australia is like the engineering entity here when you finish dave you have to go there and be like okay i finished this degree what am i now sort of like what role um description would i have or what's my actual profession you know Mm -hmm. and and just approaching them when i apply for this committee it made me feel like i have progressed so much in my professional experience and my mm. professional journey and it hasn't even been that long since i finished dave so when i approached them for that application it made me feel really good because it's places where you can actually make change like yeah. if you want to transform something you have to start from those places where they create the events they create their rules or like they create these laws so you have to make yourself in be involved with things like that so the current situation is you are still continuing your studies you're you're nearing to the end of them but you're also working as a professional in a full-time capacity what is life like for you here in Queensland? Well, let me tell you, I live down the Gold Coast. I recently moved there. The lifestyle is so much more chill than it was here in Brisbane. I can go to the beach when I finish work. So that's pretty cool. Or like yeah. I can wake up and go to the beach before I go to work. So that's, that's really, really cool. I moved to the Gold Coast because I was deciding which pathway I was going to take to become a permanent resident of Australia. Mm-hmm. And my employer at the time was very supportive with sponsoring me. One of the requirements for the sponsorship visa is to have had at least three years of full-time work in the industry that you're doing. I was working full-time hours, but I was in a casual contract. I just didn't meet the requirements, so my employer couldn't help me. And at the time, I just thought about what I really wanted to do. I decided I wanted to do more in like civil engineering, in infrastructure or like transport. So it really made me think about what things I could control. I could control moving cities. I could go to a regional area and, and apply Mm-hmm. Um, to like a regional visa in that process. And the Gold Coast is a regional area. So I was like, amazing. Because... <laughs> next to the <laughs> beach. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's next to the beach. And it's beautiful. And it's only an hour away from 
my friends that I had like made throughout these six years that I've been here from and also Brisbane, like yeah. yeah from Brisbane yeah. so I decided to just go down the road yeah <laughs> are hosting the Olympics in I, I believe about 10 years time <laughs> yes. Brisbane City is do you think that that's going to open up a lot of opportunity for engineers like yourself and international students who want to come over here and study it yeah 100% I do think so I think they might be already planning into like reshaping the city itself so when events like this happen there's so much thought that goes behind all the infrastructure and all the developments I do think that that's going to change it for the best, which mm. is really amazing. And events like that just bring so much tourists and like so much resources for like the economy. So I do think it's going to be a very positive thing and I can't wait to be part of the projects, you know. Brisbane awarded the 2032 Olympic and Paralympic Games. Our city will join the ranks of some of the world's best to host the greatest show on earth. Do you think there's any parts of your learnings and your education and your experience that could benefit back home or do they do it the same back home? I think I would be definitely able to take some skills that I have learned in the industry, like problem solving and the attention to detail that I, I have learned within time. But I do know from friends that I have that in Colombia, you really have to finish your degree to be more attractive for jobs. And definitely like the projects that I would be involved over there would be not comparable to what I, I have been doing here. As in like not advanced or? Yeah, just the type of work that that we're doing here, just the, the type of projects that I have been involved with. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same. I think the good thing of being in the industry in a first world country <laughs> or in like a developed country is that there's so much money that the government is willing to put into these mm. things that it's really beneficial for people that are in these industries because the more money, you, like the more you can do. what's your plans for the future my plans for the future are staying here in Australia for a few more years like I do really want to become a permanent resident of this country <laughs> and once I do I'll be having a big ass party <laughs> um, but I would like to go and live somewhere else and gain that professional experience from a different country like see how things are done I wouldn't cross uh, my country to have that experience I think there's so much work that I can do there like so much humanitarian engineering that is also another like of my I guess the reasons why I decided to choose engineering like this there's so many people and so many communities that have been affected by violence or like natural disasters everywhere in the world mm. and and our skills would just help them as i said like before improve their life and their quality of life mm. so i would love to go back and work on amazing projects improving people's lives and eventually come back here because i feel like australia it's an amazing country like honestly is is the place to be mm. <laughs> have any advice for anybody thinking about not just coming to Australia or Queensland to study 
but questioning what they want to study and that decision process. When it comes to like career choosing, they put so much pressure on like students, you know, when they are in year 12 here in Australia or like back home year 11 because we only do until then. But your career is honestly something that is constantly changing just like yourself, you know. You don't really have to just choose one and stick to it for the rest of your life. You are able to change your mind and with careers like business, like engineering, it's so easy to change. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay not to know for certain what you want to do. And it's okay to just give it a go. If you don't like it, start again. Mm. What's the worst thing that can happen? You are back where you started and that wasn't as bad after all. Risk it, have a go at it and at least know what it was like. I do really enjoy my work, as you can hear me. I'm very passionate about it all. But I do want to start working on something that can attract and keep women in the industry that we're in. So one of my plans is to actually create like a podcast channel for like women in engineering, women of color in engineering. Just because I feel like we need more stereotypes of what an engineer actually looks like you know what it is to be in the industry as a woman just because I really feel like it's important to have like a reference point for women who want to be part of this industry there's so much happening in this industry for women for men like regardless of the gender and if we could attract and maintain more women that would be amazing so I feel like a podcast with the stories of of women that are in the industry and that have gone through some real struggles would be just inspiring for anyone. And even if you aren't in the industry, it would be just inspiring to hear them and just to provide some information and educational topics just to change the narrative and just, you know, empower some women out there. (laughs) So that's probably what's next for me. What an inspiration you are representing women in a male-dominated industry I really do feel like you are a force to be reckoned with. I'm super excited to see what you're going to be like in two, five years' time. You are really going to make things happen. I'm really proud to have you on this podcast. Thank you so much, Dave Queensland, and thank you so much, Catherine, for having me. If you've enjoyed this story and want to explore studying at TAFE Queensland, visit us at tafequeensland.edu.au. Click on the International tab at the top of the page. That's tafeqld.edu.au.